The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. Three days ago, December 6th, Andrew Torber, who founded Gab.com to compete with Twitter, stated that Twitter banned thousands of accounts in the latest purge of dissenting thoughts that ran contrary to what Twitter would allow to be posted. They, from time to time, have purged people who were conservative and Christian. Gab.com's Andrew says this latest purge is almost exclusively targeted at young white Christian men. Just like that. Thousands of them. He continues and says Twitter flipped a switch and made thousands of young Christians disappear from one of the world's top communication systems. And he continues and says no longer they share the gospel of Jesus Christ to all the nations on a platform where much of the world communicates daily. He says, that is a big problem, but that is only the surface level of what Christians have coming. It's now easy to see these things. But if you've been following all these messages, it could be known even before it comes over the horizon. I wrote in 30 Years of Apparitions, a report by Anna Abbott that was published April 2011, 
in the issue of Catholic Report, and she states that there's 106 Catholic colleges and universities that are abominable lifestyles sin-friendly. It continues, according to the article in October 2010, that's 11 years ago, that Loyola University in Chicago and the University of Notre Dame hosted a degraded and perverted abominable pageant. Students from John University College, Minnesota, blatantly go to Mass unashamed in identifying themselves who live abominations by wearing a symbol. This was happening back then in 106 Catholic colleges. There's been plenty of time for bishops to do something. Oh, they may say, well, they could be in my diocese, but I have no jurisdictions. Don't tell me you couldn't march down on it and stop it. And now we're here at Gab.com. The founder saying, look what's on the horizon. It didn't start yesterday. This is not the only time I've written about that. I was 25 years before that. And going back to the writing that I put out, I wrote, many of these students come away open, accepting and defending the satanic theories, which are in contradiction to biblical and church teachings. Students are cleverly manipulated through instructors not to let biblical and church teachings enter into the equation of discerning with clarity right and wrong. This poisonous radiation of the heart is far more dangerous to man than any nuclear power plant meltdown. Hiroshima, Nagasaki, recovered and repeopled after the atomic bomb. Yet not even one man can recover from the fires of hell. To kill the soul is far more dangerous than to kill the body. Forty-four years ago, my first child was born. Before that, I knew I would never send them to college, and all my children, I would do everything to stop them from going to college. To me, that would be the worst thing I could do to them. That's 40 years ago, plus because I had that philosophical thought that college is very dangerous. Did you have that on your radar? Did anybody have it on the radar? I sensed it. That would damage my children. And here's Gab's founder saying, in regards to be banned from this platform. And again, when he said, that's a big problem, but that is only the surface level of what Christians have coming. And it's coming because of the education system. Satan controls it. Every college? Yes, every college. If 106 Catholic college has it, you think the secular ones don't? Do not send your kids to college. If they're in it, pull them out. I have a friend years ago was sending his kids to college. I told him, don't do it. They went to college. And he told me I was right. I should never send my kids to college. They lost their way. The values that you instill in them is washed away. The education system is rotten, both private and public. Where the question comes up, what am I supposed to do? What Mary did, and the poor man God, not only schooled Jesus, but his cousins, one of them being James. Jewish radio talk host Dennis Prager gives his thoughts about this. This is 2019. Prager wrote on this subject titled, Coming Home from College. We recorded this writing so that you could listen to it. Coming Home from College by Dennis Prager March 12, 2019 
When you send your child to college, you are playing Russian roulette with their character. Every year, many thousands of American parents find that the son or daughter they sent to college has been transformed by college into a leftist. For left-wing parents, this may be a blessing. But for parents who are not leftist, not to mention those who are conservative, it is often painfully jolting. It is jolting because their beloved child now holds America in contempt, prefers socialism to capitalism, regards all white people and police as racist, believes the Bible, Christianity, and Judaism are not only nonsense, but dangerous nonsense, no longer believes that men and women are inherently different, or even that male and female objectively exist, is uninterested in getting married and having children, believes the President of the United States is a fascist, as are all those who voted for him, and supports the suppression of speech that he or she regards as hate speech. While this is music to the ears of left-wing parents, most traditionally liberal parents will not be all that happy with this transformation. Unlike leftists, most liberals do love America and think that, despite its flaws, it is worthy of respect. They do not believe male and female are subjective categories, and they believe in free speech, even for hate speech. For conservative parents, the transformation is far worse. Nightmare is not too strong a description. Not only does their child hold everything they cherish in contempt, but their child, who loved and respected them a year or two before, now holds them in contempt. It is a nightmare for another reason. Young people who are transformed into leftists almost always become less kind, less happy, and more angry. It's hard to imagine that the opposite could occur. That is, that a young person could buy into all the left-wing views described above and become a sweeter human being. It is a sad rule of life that whatever the left touches, it ruins. Music, art, literature, religion, late-night TV, the Academy Awards, sports, economies, the family structure, the Boy Scouts, and race relations are just a few examples. It also ruins people their character, and their happiness. How could it not? One of the prerequisites of good character, as well as of happiness, is gratitude, and leftism is rooted in ingratitude. If you are grateful to be an American, you are, by definition, not a leftist. If you are, for example, a black who is grateful to be an American, you are a traitor to your race, an Uncle Tom. If you are a woman who is grateful to be an American, you are a traitor to your gender. Feminist icon Gloria Steinem once called female Republican Senator Kay Bailey Hutchinson a female impersonator, because a real woman cannot be a conservative. In addition, the left drills into every non-white and every woman the idea that they are victims, and people who see themselves as victims are ungrateful and angry. Two traits that always make a person meaner. Every parent whose child came home from college, or increasingly high school, a leftist, should be asked, is your daughter or son happier as a result of becoming a leftist? Is he or she kinder, more tolerant, more respectful? So it is not only institutions that the left ruins, 
but also the character of its adherents. Where are the prominent conservative equivalents of Robert De Niro shouting, Blank Trump, at award ceremonies? Of Sarah Silverman tweeting to the President of the United States, I'm just going to go with blank, and also add that you are a blank. Eat blank, you greedy blank. Of Representative Rashida Tlaib telling supporters, among whom were children, we're going to impeach the blank. When you send your child to college, you are not just playing Russian roulette with their values. You are playing Russian roulette with their character and the way they will treat you. Left-wing parents do not have a similar worry. If their child somehow returns home from college a Christian or a religious Jew, not only will they not be treated with contempt, they will probably be treated with even more respect than before. Leftism makes you worse. Judeo-Christian religions make you better. That might not be the fashionable view, but it just happens to be true. You have so much sway in the power of these colleges and their endowments. Just look at Yale University. They have $43.2 billion. When you got that kind of money, what can they do with it? They umbrella everything. It comes underneath them, and they brainwash your children. And you can go through the colleges and see this. The Jewish people took education into their responsibility. The Greeks did the opposite. They did it publicly. And we've fallen into that. And we got horrible things happening to children down in the kindergarten. Do your research. You don't need to go to college. Well, how are you going to be a doctor? How are you going to do this? Everything used to be apprenticeship. You know what, priests? They didn't go to seminaries. They were with the priest for one year. And that priest taught him everything. That's God's way. Not institutions, secular, not 106 Catholic colleges, and you don't hear a peak from the bishops about that. Well, we just found out about this. Really? How did I have the discernment over four decades ago? And all my kids are successful, and they're raised that they can do anything they want to do. So these godless institutions, number one, first the Catholic colleges, because they have more responsibility, is going away. The whole system is. Three days ago, it was reported that Alabama cut off itself from the national education system. So don't think it's just the colleges. It's all the way down to kindergarten. They're teaching right now that if you're born white, you automatically are a racist. And if you're not aware of that, it's not a joke. They're teaching this. And these kids are believing that, that they're racist. Because of the color of the skin. When did racism become such a big sin? You can say God's name in fame, and that's okay. You can profane the Sabbath. But racist is the biggest sin, really? People have a free will to do what they do. If they want to be racist, that's what they are. That's God's problem. Why is society making this thing so big? How many people do you cross every day that say, I hate blacks, or I hate this person, or I hate Chinese. I don't bump in people like that. Racist is not what the colleges and the school system, critical racist theory, is what they're trying to tell you. It's not about who you are. It's not about your color. It's about your behavior. 
in Sicily. My grandmother was Sicilian. The mafia's strong there. That's behavior. Some people may hate because of Italians from Sicily, but it's a behavior. It's not who they are. It's not ethnicity. You cannot be born a racist. But that's what they're teaching. White supremacy. Really? All this is just reasoning. Just think it out. You need to be in control of the mind and the soul of your child. You form them. And what I just said a little while ago, that Alabama is breaking away. Even the state education is even off track. It's a lot better than the national. But we're going to keep breaking down because all's going falling apart. The teachings in there are still bad. It's still tainted. Some of you may be aware I wrote a book called Has Satan Pulled Another One on You? I began this probably about three years ago, and I covered this whole thing about the school system. It's got to come down, and it's going to come down. Mark my word. I'm finishing this up as soon as possible because of this last shooting. And you're going to be surprised what it says. Kids don't go over there just to kill people. There's somebody else behind it. And it's proven in this book. It's going to be a shocker for many, many people. All these shootings at the school, you think it's just the killer that did it? No, there's a lot more behind it. And when you read it, you'll believe it. And if I said to you, even they, the shooters, are victim, you can't understand that at this moment. But you will when you read the book. It's something far more sinister, very diabolical. So y'all are within driving distance. Tomorrow, December 10th, the bedroom of apparitions will be open. Even if you have to ride a few hours to come and pray, it's worth it. The grace is alive. There is no place in the United States that gives more conversion than here. The grace is alive. Not because we say it, because the people who pilgrimage here has told us repeatedly they experience this grace. Saturday will be Christmas in the field. If you can come, you won't regret it. In this season, there's so much sadness, depression. We have hope. We have the blessings of 204 apparitions of the Virgin Mary to open up an avenue to help people understand and apply the messages into their life. And that's what we want to give to you from our life to your life. Wish you a lady. We love you. Good night. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. 
These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.